Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Derry Davis here at Higher Heights Ministry Center, right here in the city of Danville, Virginia. You are about to hear a phenomenal message. I want you to subscribe and I want you to share it and be blessed. Oh, y'all keep y'all hands clapping for Jesus. Come on, just honor him in this moment. Honor him in this moment. Yes. Hallelujah. The Lord is worthy. He's been good. He's been awesome. He's been better than good to us. He's been our everything. Hallelujah. Come on, shout if you have the joy of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm experiencing the joy of the Lord this morning. And I'm grateful for my place in the building. I'm grateful for all of you who are watching us online. There is an awesome, awesome word this morning for the people of God. Hallelujah. Uh, let's pray. Lord, we thank you. We thank you again. We thank you again, God. Hallelujah for your presence in this place. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, that it's by your spirit that we get revelation of your word. We ask you this morning, Lord God, that as we go into your scriptures, go with us, God. Speak to us. Open up our understanding. Let us hear what you're saying to us in this season. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen. Put your hands together one more time. Hallelujah. Grab your Bibles. Grab your Bibles. I'm going to get the medium. I'm going to work the media ministry a little bit this morning. Get Romans 12. One and two, Romans 12, one and two. It's familiar, familiar passage. Amen. Y'all read it? Hallelujah. All right, you ready? Let's read it together. I beseech ye, therefore, brother, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? What an amazing verse of scripture. What an amazing scripture. But it would be interesting to know, what if I told you that this scripture here, the writer is writing in reference to a prayer that Jesus prayed for us. We love to go to this scripture, but... Uh, the only prayer that we ever think about Jesus praying is the Lord's Prayer. But Jesus was a man of prayer and he prayed all the time. And the writer, uh, Apostle, is re- referencing when he's telling us this is the perfect will of God. How does he know it's the perfect will of God? Because Jesus let us know when we pray this prayer. We're going to go to it this morning. Amen. This might be... Interesting and new to some of you that may have never read this. John 17, John 17, 13, beginning at verse 13. You have it, say amen. I want you to follow me 
this morning. John 17, verse 13, beginning at verse 13. As soon as you get there, that you see all of this red writing, that you know you're in the right spot. Amen. You ready? Uh, and it says, and, and we're going to come into the middle because this is a, a rather long prayer. But if you some of y'all's Bibles, it'll say Jesus prayed at the top. And it says, and, and now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have, that they have, might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. He's praying for us. I have given them thy word, talking to his father, and the world have hated them because they are not of the world. Even as I am not of the world, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. That they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is true. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified through the truth. Amen. What a powerful prayer. Jesus prayed for us. He prayed that we we would not be of the world, but we didn't want us to take us out of the world. He wanted us to be in the world, but not partakers of evil, not partakers of the ways of the world. But he wanted us to be sanctified and made holy through what? Through his word, through his scriptures. So then the apostle comes along and preaches the message off of a prayer Jesus said. And he said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. What do we mean holy? Hallelujah. Holy in the, in the Hebrew means to be set apart, to be separate. Oh, I know we try to get deep and try to put all of these um, specifics on it and tell us how exactly how we're supposed to live. But what God is talking about is how separation. A separation that comes about by our understanding of the word of God. It tells us how to live. It tells us who we are and how we are to act. For one scripture, pastor scripture says, we are a royal priesthood, a peculiar people, chosen by God to show forth his praises. We are different. Tell somebody, we're different. That's my subject this morning. We're different. Amen. How many understand we're different? Hallelujah. We are different. I got three points I want to bring for you. Uh, they taught us in school that you remember what they used to tell us? Who, what, when, why? Where? Who, what, when, why? We're going to use that. We're going to use those. We're going to stick to those three. There's a bunch of them. Where, how, all that. But we're going to stick to that. Who, who, 
is our role model? We're talking about the believer. A lot of us are looking to celebrities and our favorite uh, movie star and our the favorite young people, our favorite YouTuber, and whoever we think is the coolest person on the earth who we want to model ourselves after. But the Bible tells us who is our role model. Our role model is Jesus Christ. He is our example. I want to tell anybody who's looking and modeling their self after somebody else, as a believer, you got to come out of the world and be separate. Tell somebody, we're different. We're different. We're like Christ. Hallelujah. The next one, what, what are we influenced by? It's a big one. In a modern world today where we have so many influencers. Everybody is trying to influence others. Uh, everybody, the reason why your athlete is doing all these commercials with all these sodas and shoes and clothes and stuff is because they're trying to use his influence. But the scripture tells us that we are not supposed to be influenced by the world. They're not supposed to tell us how we should dress. They're not supposed to influence us how we should wear our hair. They are not supposed to tell us when we need to buy our shoes at and how much and what cologne we need to wear. We should not be influenced by the world. The Bible teaches us that we should be influenced by the word of God. The word of God is our influence. The word of God is what transforms our mind, transforms our thinking. It t- transforms the way we live. We learn our influence is by the word of God. So the same energy you put into watching you, your favorite YouTuber, is the same energy you're supposed to be putting into the word of God. That's influence. The word of God should be that influence over your life. Oh, tell somebody we're different. We're different. Oh, yeah, we're different. We don't allow the world to define us and tell us what's good, what's cool, what's pleasing, what's, come on, what, what makes us great. They don't influence us. Oh, no, our influence is, influence is in the word of God. That same enthusiasm, that same passion, that same zeal that you have, that the world has when they run up behind their favorite celebrities and movie stars and these people and and these, all of these people that we call famous. We're supposed to have that same energy toward the word of God. Amen. Amen. The word of God influences us. When do we change? When do we change? Instantly. Instantly through the knowledge of the revelation of the spirit. Through the knowledge by the revelations of the spirit, we change instantly. What you mean, pastor? How do we change instantly? Because as soon as our mind changed, even if our habits take time, we've already changed. As soon as we're thinking different, it may take time to break some bad habits, but we've already changed. Tell somebody, I'm not who I used to be. My mind is different. I think different. 
I see things different. And once you know something, you can never unknow it. Oh, my God. I can't be the same if I wanted to. I know something I didn't know before. So the scripture says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And if one pastor scripture says, with all thy getting, get understanding. Get your mind changed. People want to know how to read scripture. Keep reading until it changes your mind. If you're reading and it have not, you get no understanding. It's not affecting your mind. You might as well close it because it's profiting you nothing. But if every time you read scripture, it starts changing the way you think, guess what? You're being transformed. You're not the same. Uh, my scripture says that's how old things are passed away and all things become new because I can never go back to who I was before I read his word. It's no way I can do it. I can make can try to act the same, but I know different. Come on, somebody. I know different and I can never unknow it. Tell somebody we're different. We're different. We're different. The people of God, we're different. What more? Why should we change? Jesus prayed for us that we would hear his message, follow his example, and understand who we are and become one with God. Why should we change? Why should we change? It's because who God designed us to be is better than anything we could ever imagine for ourselves. Who God created us to be is better than anything we could ever desire for ourselves. That's why we change. I've got another scripture for you. Let's read Isaiah 61, verse 10. 10. Isaiah 61, verse 10. I want y'all to read it with me. When you have it, say amen. Isaiah 61, verse 10. Amen. It reads, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decked himself with ornaments and as a bride ordained or adorneth herself with jewels. Oh, what a powerful scripture. Just like the world, just like your favorite rapper got all the ice and the drip on, the biggest chain, his neck is shining, his, his wrist is shining. Just like these women that we look at it so well, their ears are studded. They got on the greatest designer outfits. Just like they adorn themselves. We are doing ourselves, hallelujah, with righteousness. We are adorned. Tell somebody we different. Righteousness is my drip. Righteousness is my Gucci. Righteousness is my gold chain. Uh, I'm different. I know, I know you don't get it. I'm different. He have adorned me just like y'all see them adorned. I'm adorned as well, but mine is righteousness. 
Uh, uh, y'all don't understand. They don't understand. But watch this. And my righteousness is even more attractive than their gold chain. Uh, 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 they don't get that. But the reason why people see something is different about me, peculiar about me, they're attracted to me. They wonder what it is. I don't got on the drip. I don't got on Gucci. I don't got on Louis Vuitton. But I'm adorned with righteousness. The righteousness of God is making me attractive. That's why I don't have to worry about running to the nearest store so I can look good when I go out, but I can put on whatever I have. But with all I put on, I got to make sure I'm putting on righteousness. Oh, that's my drip. Hallelujah. He have adorned us with righteousness. Oh, man. What if when we woke up in the morning and we were in the bathroom and we were brushing our teeth and we're getting ourselves ready? What if we took time to make sure we put on righteousness? <laughs> uh, what if every believer realized I'm different? It ain't about what's in my closet. The only time you took talking about what I'm going to wear, uh, that don't look right. What, I'm gonna, uh, what if you just took a little time to put on righteousness? How different would everything be? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're different. Tell somebody we're different. We're different. We're different. We put on righteousness. He has adorned us with righteousness. Oh, oh, this is his gift. This is his drill. This is heaven's glory. Hallelujah. How do you know? How many agree that the, the Lord beautified the saints with righteousness? Oh, yeah. It, 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 I know it's a, we say it's an inside thing, but it's also an outward work. His righteousness look good on me. I dare you look at the person next to you and say, God's righteousness look good on you. God's righteousness look good on you. Oh, something about that righteousness. Oh, it's making you look good. When you smile, I see God's righteousness. Oh, I can see God's righteousness in your attitude. Your attitude is so pleasant. Oh, my goodness, I just want to be around you. You're dripping in God's righteousness. Man, God's righteousness, it looks good on you. It looks good on you. Tell somebody we're different. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to, this ain't a long mess. It's going to be quick. I'm going to say this. We, one thing about the world is that they do understand, they understand a classic and an original. This is why retro stuff is always more expensive than the new stuff. This is why the retro stuff is always more coveted. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I'm into fashion a little bit, and I like Jordans, but my favorite Jordan is the Jordan 1. The reason why I, my favorite Jordan is the Jordan 1 is not because it's the most comfortable shoe. It's not because it's the most flashy shoe. It's not because it's better than all the other shoes, but it's the original Jordan. It's just something about the original that makes it special. Is it no wonder that it has the most, the most, uh, the most resale value? The most, it's, it's, it's it no wonder that we're still wearing it after all these years later. This the same, it goes for fashion, it goes for cars, it goes for everything. Everybody wants the original. 
if they could find an original, oh boy, if I could find an original not 1960s Chevy or something, it's all about that original. Well, let me let you understand something. What God is trying to do with us is make us more like the original. Ah. Uh, some of us, we're trying to be like what they're trying, what they're doing now, but they're straight far away from the original. We're trying to get back to the original. Adam. What was so special about Adam? Adam was different. Oh, Adam could walk and we're in the presence of God. Adam didn't have no sin, no wicked thoughts. God was different. And Jesus came to get us back to the original. Tell somebody, you can have all that new stuff. I'm going to the original. You can have all that new stuff. I want to be like the original. Yeah, yeah. I'm retro. We different. Tell somebody, yeah, I see see you shining, but we different. We retro. We want to be like the original. We want to be like how God originally made us. Uh, I want to look like he originally designed me to look. I want to dress like he originally designed me to dress. I want to talk like he originally designed me to talk. I want to come out. I want to be original. Oh, yeah, yeah. They wonder why you act like you act, look like you act, talk like you act. Tell them this just retro. You don't know about this. This is retro. This is the original man. Come on, somebody. This is the original woman. Yeah, tell somebody the new stuff ain't don't mean it's better. Just because it's new don't make it better. It's something about the original. Oh yeah, we always have value. We always be important. We always stand out. We stick to the original. Jesus came to bring us back to our original. That's why he said, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That means there was an original mind that we got away from, but we can renew it. Oh, my God. How many want your original mind? Oh, no, no. We want the, I want my original mind. Uh, Before the devil started lying. Before the devil started whispering in my ear, can I get my original mind back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the devil got me caught up in all this and all that and what's going on in the world and what's going on. Can I get my original mind back? Yeah, where I can hear the voice of God and know him. Come on, somebody. Tell somebody they can keep the new. I'm ready. I'm I'm an original. And then they got a new thing. They say, they say, oh, you're, you're one, I'm a one of one. <laughs> Everybody want to be a one of one. They always want the reason why they try to get something new is they're trying to get something nobody else have. Want to be the first one with something. Want to be uh, a one of one. There's nobody else like me. Nobody else got this on. This ain't came out yet. Everybody want to be a one of one. Ha! Ah, that's a that's a. That's a concept that's been twisted. It's a perverted concept. Because God told me how to be a re- the real one of one. Ah, I'm the real, I'm gonna be, by being the original and by being the copy and imitating Jesus, I actually am the, I'm the actual one of one. 
Oh, I, I could preach that. There's a revelation there. I don't know if you catch it. But even though me, me and you and everybody in here, we all can be one of one. Uh, why? Because Jesus Christ has one body. One church. This is one body. And when we become a, when we become a part of the body of Christ, we are one of one. There's nobody like God. There's nobody else that can imitate him. There's nobody else that can pass. I am a one of one. Oh, and this, maybe this is why they said, how, where you get this from? What is it about you? What are you tapped into? What's making you different? Let me tell you about Jesus. He's the one. They can't find it nowhere else. Uh, no other religion can give it to them. Uh-uh. No, no, no cult can give this to them. Uh-uh-uh. No, no new age teachings can give them this. No spiritual movement can give them this. We are one of one. Ah, uh, yeah. Because my Bible tells me there's none like him. Yeah. Who can compare? Who can compare to God? He stands up by himself. He's God and God alone. That nobody can compare to him. That none, come on somebody. I don't want to be a version. I want to be a part of the one. Oh my God. I don't want to be an imitation or another version. I want to be the original. I want to be a part of the one. I'm so glad that I don't just have to be like God. But I can be with God. I can be a part of God. I can be named after his body. I can be a son of God. Come on, somebody. That's who I am. Yeah, yeah. I am the image of God. Uh, yeah. Don't get it twisted. The devil trying to turn you into another image. And parading all these images in our sight to make us covered after another image. But I'd rather be the original. My God. That nothing, the original was so great that the angels were jealous. The original so great, everything in creation got jealous. I want to be the original. I want to be original. Tell somebody, we're different. We're different. It's my message this morning. People of God, it's time for us to accept the fact and embrace the fact that we're different. We're supposed to be different. They're not supposed to be like them. We're not supposed to think like them. We're not supposed to act like them. We're not supposed to want what they want. We're not supposed to be in every place that they are. We just different. <laughs> uh, and there ain't nothing wrong with that. Our difference is what makes us special. Our difference is what makes us great. Our differences would make us stand out. Somebody, they trying to fit in, and God called us to stand out. Too busy trying to be like somebody instead of being like who God called us to be. To be like Jesus. To be a part of the body of God. Hallelujah. It's time for the church. To take their real identity and stop trying to look like everybody else and stand up and say, we're different. That's why we act like this. That's why you don't understand us. But even though you don't understand us, you still want to be like us.
<laughs> Even though you don't understand us and you hate it, you still want to be around us. And even though you can't understand it and you're talking about us, we still all in your mind and on your mouth. Why are you worried about us? We different. We different. We're different. And you see it. And you know it. You see it. You know it. You talking about it, but you like it. You running your mouth about it, but you like it. You want to be like us. We're different. We're different. And that's why God has called us. He prayed for us. He prayed that we would understand who we really are and be proud to be different. So the man of God wrote, he said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, separate, hallelujah, and acceptable, which is your reasonable service. Every born-again believer is supposed to be different. Tell somebody one more time, we're different. Come on, stand on your feet. I'm finished. We're different. I have accepted the fact that we're different. I have embraced the fact that we're different. And I'm not going to try to please this world. And I'm going to try to make the world like me. And I'm not going to try to fit in with everybody. I'm proud to be different. Uh, And one day, we'll all be back to where we started. Every believer, God is going to bring us back into himself. Hallelujah. To perfect fellowship. So we can stand perfectly in the image of God. And one scripture says, we, we don't know how to know. We, we have not known what we shall be. But when we, when it, we appear, when it appear, I remember that scripture, we shall be, but when we see him, we know we shall be like him. That's the only thing we know. We don't know everything. It have not yet appeared what we gonna be. But when we see him, we know we're going to be like him. (laughs) I got a feeling when I look at you better watch what you say about yourself when you look in the mirror. This very thing you don't like about yourself might be like him. The very thing that you're criticizing about yourself might be like him. The scripture says Jesus was calmly in appearance. The world didn't think nothing special of the way he looked, but he was the image of God. My goodness, that's a powerful revelation. You might think you ain't nothing. You're the image of God. Something special about you. You've been criticized and had low self-esteem your whole life, but when you get to heaven and you see him, you're going to say, this him? Oh, I I look kind of like him. Oh, my God. What a powerful truth. How many want to be like God? Come on, let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this word. We thank you for this word, Lord. You have sent your word. You have encouraged us today. Lord God, you have strengthened us today in our faith. Lord, you have told us that we got to dig deeper into the word so that we can know not only who you are, but who we are in you. Lord, we're we're going to do just that. We committing ourselves to, Lord, allowing you to be our role model. We want you to be our influence. Lord God, when are we going to change? We want to change right now. 
How, why should we change? We want to change so we can be an original who we were called to be, who we were, who we were created to be. Hallelujah. Because the original is, is more valuable. Lord, we thank you today. You're transforming us by your word. You're teaching us with your word. You're causing us to hunger and thirst after righteousness. Lord, we thank you, Lord God. We're going to honor your prayer. You pray for us. This is your will that we will live according to your word and be transformed into the image of God. We're going to do just that. We thank you, God. As we leave this place, God, let this word go with us. Let us wake up in, in the morning tomorrow and put on righteousness and be glad about it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. What a powerful word. What a powerful word. How many, how many can truly say we're different? Uh-huh. There's no need of trying to fit in because we're different. Hallelujah. I thank y'all for tuning in with us this morning, all our online listeners, all of our podcast listeners. I hope this word is inspiring you and encouraging you to be different. Hallelujah. Get in the word of God so you can learn how to be different. Hallelujah. We thank you for watching us and tuning in and supporting us. God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Remember to like and share. And if you would like to stay connected, please subscribe to our podcast. Also, please follow us on social media through Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Or visit us in person. We are located at 236 Parker Road in the great city of Danville, Virginia. If you would like to get to our ministry, please click on the link below. Thank you again and enjoy your day.